Nameless is finally a mage, so we're finally able to do what we came here to do. So, this is taking about an hour to get here. My apologies. But let's talk to Dakon. Uh, Dakon turns to you. There are things I would know, Dakon. Let's see. Can you talk to me about your teachings? Dakon waits. Uh, can you teach me anything of the art, Dakon? Know that the way of the people is not the same as the art you have come to know. It is not the energy that gives strength. It is knowing the self that gives strength. The teachings of Zerthamon speak of such things. Would you teach me the way of Zerthamon, Dakon? Do you know what you have asked? The texture of Dakon's blade flows until it becomes a stone. To walk the path of Zerthamon, you must know of the people. The knowing of such things by one not of the people is a difficult matter. There are those not of the people who have heard the way of Zerthamon, but they do not know the way. Dakon, I want to know of the people and know Zerthamon's teachings. I believe that there is a wisdom to be learned in such things. Updated my journal. Know that I have heard your words, and I shall test them. To learn, you must know the people. To know the people, you must know the unbroken circle of Zerthamon. Dakon holds up the stone disc in his possession, and its spider-like fingers hook onto its into its sides. There's a click, and the plates of the circle slide into a new configuration. He reverses the motion, sealing the stone. No, the first circle of Zerthamon is open to you. Study it, and I will hear your words. I will read the first circle of Zerthamon. Um, let's see. So I think we go... We go to, Z to Dakon's inventory, we open up the circle of Zerthamon, and then we hit use. This small round stone is the unbroken circle of Zerthamon. It is made up of a series of interlocking circles that fold out from one another. The complexity of the plates and the intricacy of their links prove the text was constructed by a master artisan. Unlock the first plate as Dakon showed you. You mirror the motions that Dakon made upon the circle, and the plates give way at your touch. The rings sliding into a new configuration. Upon the rings is a series of, single, of symbols. The script is like no writing you have ever seen. It is a series of interlocking geometries, with circles predominating. Just looking at it, you know the symbols, and you know you can read them. Read the first circle. Know that we are the first people. Once all was chaos, the first people were thought drawn from chaos. When the first people came to know themselves, they were chaos no longer, and became flesh. With their thoughts and knowing of matter, the people shaped the first world and dwelled there with their knowing to sustain them. Yet the flesh was new to the people, and with it, the people came not to know themselves. The flesh gave rise to new thoughts, greed and hates, pains and joys, jealousies and doubts, all of these fed on each other, and the minds of the people were divided. In their division, the people were punished. The emotions of the flesh were strong, the greed and hates, the pains and joys, the jealousies and doubts, all of these served as a guiding stone to enemies. In becoming flesh, the first people became enslaved to those who knew flesh only as a tool for their will. 
know these beasts were the Illithids. The Illithids were a race that had come not to know themselves. They had learned how to make other races not know themselves. They were the tentacled ones. They lived in flesh and saw flesh as tools for their will. Their blood was as water, and they shaped minds with their thoughts. When the Illithids came upon the people, the people were a people no more. The people became slaves. The Illithids took the people from the first world and brought them to the false worlds. As the people labored upon the false worlds, the Illithids taught them the way of the flesh. Through them, the people came to know loss. They came to know suffering. They came to know death, both of the body and mind. They came to know what it is to be the herd of another and have their flesh consumed. They came to know the horror of being made to feel joy in such things. The unbroken circle is the knowing of how the people lost themselves and how they came to know themselves again. Alright, we can close it and then we can talk to Dakon. What is your will? There are things I would know. Uh, can I talk about your teachings? I have read the unbroken circle of Zerthamon. I wish to speak to you more about the way of Zerthamon. What did you come to know? Hmm. So I have two main options. One is that strength lies in knowing oneself. Uh, yada yada. I learned that your people were once slaves to the Illithids. It seems they were commit they committed many crimes against your people. Ah. Hmm. I don't know what the if there is a correct answer. It's he said it's about knowing of the people. So I'm going to say that I learned that your people were once slaves. Updated my journal. Dakon's forehead creases into a frown. Then you have come to know nothing. You are one who hears the words and does not know them. Very well, I'll study the text again. Uh, can I talk to you about your teachings? I guess we didn't do it right. I've read the unbroken circle. Strength lies in knowing oneself. All right. We don't want the history lesson. We want the weird, dumb thing that I could have learned after, like, the I could have read, like, a few bits of that and then skipped the rest and known the correct answer. But whatever. You have come to know the first circle of Zerthamon. You not only see the words of Zerthamon, you have come to know them. Thakon holds up the circle and hooks his fingers around the edges. There is a click and the plates of the circle slide into a new configuration. He reverses the motion, sealing the stone. No, the second circle of Zerthamon is open to you. Study it, then I will hear your words. All right, and now we get to check out another circle of Zerthamon. Uh, unlock the second circle. You slide the plates into the configuration Dakon showed you, and a new ring is revealed. The ring carries the same script as you read before, with the same geometries. You know the symbols and know you can read them. Know that flesh cannot mark steel. Know that steel may mark flesh. In knowing this, Zerthamon became free. Know that the tentacled ones were of flesh. They relied on the flesh and used it as tools for their will. 
one of the places where flesh served their will was the fields of husks on the false worlds of the Illithids. The fields were the fields were where the bodies of the people were cast after the Illithids had consumed their brains. When the brain had been devoured, the husks came to be fertilizer to grow the poison-stemmed grasses of the Illithids. Xerthamon worked the fields with no knowing of himself or what he had become. He was a tool of flesh, and the flesh was content. It was upon these fields that Xerthamon came to know the scripture of steel. During one of the turnings, as Xerthamon tilled the fields with his hands, he came across a husk whose brain remained within it. It had not been used as food, yet it was dead. The thought that one of the husks had died a death without serving as food for the Illithids was a thought Xerthamon had difficulty understanding. From that thought came a desire to know what had happened to the husk. Embedded in the skull of the husk was a steel blade. It had pierced the bone. Xerthamon realized that was what had killed the husk. The steel had marked the flesh, but the flesh had not marked the steel. Xerthamon took the blade and studied its surface. In it, he saw his reflection. It was in the reflection of the steel that Xerthamon first knew himself. Its, ed its edge was sharp, its will the wearer's. It was the blade that would come to be raised against Gif when Xerthamon made the pronouncement of two skies. Xerthamon kept the blade for many turnings, and many were the thoughts he had about it. He used it in the fields to aid his work. In using it, he thought about how it was not used. The Illithids were powerful. Xerthamon had believed that there was nothing they did not know. Yet the Illithids never carried tools of steel. They only used flesh as tools. Everything was done through flesh, for the tentacled ones were made of flesh, and they knew flesh. Yet steel was superior to flesh. When the blade had killed the husk, it was the flesh that had been weaker than the steel. It was then that Xerthamon came to know that flesh yielded to steel. In knowing that, he came to know that steel was stronger than the Illithids. Steel became the scripture of the people. Know that steel is the scripture by which the people came to know freedom. Close that up. So basically, uh, endure. That's in enduring, grow strong. Oh, that's a that's a cool little what is thing. Your will? Basically, that strongly um, mimics things like how the Black Panther Party was a proponent of the Second Amendment because they wanted to uh, be armed, and then all the people that traditionally supported the Second Amendment suddenly didn't support the Second Amendment when it was the Black Panther Party getting all the guns. So, there's a thing. Um, so now we can talk to Dakon about the teachings. Uh, I want to speak to you about the way of Zerthamon. What did you come to know? Uh, I learned that not knowing something can be a tool, just like flesh and steel, if upon encountering it, you attempt to know its nature and how it came to be. That's the main option. The other option is I learned that while tending the fields of the Illithids, Zerthamon learned of the nature of steel and how it could be used to defeat the Illithids. So I'm guessing the pattern here is that there's a literal meaning and then like a 
fancy fruity meeting, and we're supposed to pick the fancy meeting. You have seen the words, and you have no seen beyond them. You have come to know the second circle of Xerthamon. Okay, so there must be a stat check in there that you can always pick the literal meaning, but then the fancy meaning you need high stats. That's that's what must be the um what the 19s that I've read about needing are about. You have come to know the second circle of Xerthamon. He takes the circle, and with a deft motion, he twists one of the links to one of the side plates slide forth. But strangely enough, the stone still appears intact. Intact. He hands the plate to you. Meditate upon the teaching, and the knowing of it shall give you strength. When you have absorbed it, you shall know more. Very well, I will study the circle. Yet I would still know more of Xerthamon's teaching. Dakon's fingers feel around the edges of the stone circle, and he twists it clockwise, the links clicking until they have settled into a new configuration. He then reverses the motion, resetting the stone. The next circle of Xerthamon is open to you. Study it, then I will hear your words. All right. Um, unlock the third circle of Xerthamon. You slide the plates into the configuration Dakon showed you, and a new ring is revealed. The ring carries the same script as you read before, with the same geometries. You know the symbols, and you know you can read them. Xerthamon, Xerthamon labored many turnings for the Illithid. Uh, Arlathi? Twice deceased, in his partnership in the cavernous heavens of the false worlds. His duties would have broken the backs of many others, but Xerthamon labored on, suffering torment and exhaustion. It came to pass that the Illithid, Arlathi, twice deceased, ordered Xerthamon before him in his many-veined Galleria. He claimed that Xerthamon had committed slights of obstinance and cowardice against his partnership. The claim had no weight of truth. For Arlathi only wished to know if flames raged within Xerthamon's heart. He wished to know if Xerthamon's heart was one of a slave or a rebel. Xerthamon surrendered to the Illithid punishment rather than reveal his newfound strength. He knew that were he to show the hatred in his heart, it would serve nothing and it would harm others that felt as he. He chose to endure the punishment and was placed within the Pillars of Silence so he might suffer for a turning. Lashed upon the pillars, Xerthamon moved his mind to a place where pain could not reach, leaving his body behind. He lasted a turning, and when he was brought before Arlathi twice deceased, he gave gratitude for his punishment to the Illithid, as was custom. In so doing, he proved himself a slave in the Illithid's eyes, while his heart remained free. By enduring and quenching the fires of his hatred, he allowed Arlathi twice deceased to think him weak, when the time of the rising came, Arlathi was the first of the Illithid to know death by Xerthamon's hand, and die a third death. Alright. That was kind of cool. A little shorter, but kind of cool. Your will. There are things I would know, Dakon, about your teachings. Uh, I want to talk about Xerthamon. What did you come to know? Endure. In enduring, grow strong. That's one of, uh, that's, that's the thing I learned, and that's one of his character barks, so that's cool. The words you speak seem to strike Dakon strangely. As you speak them, his forehead creases, then resettles into its normal passive expression. Your will has brought you the knowing of the third circle of Xerthamon. With this knowing, I impart this to you. 
He takes the circle, and with a deft motion, he twists one of the links, so one of the plates slides forth. His hands the plate. He hands the plate to you. Meditate upon its teachings, and the knowing of it shall give you strength. Very well. I will study the circle. Is there more you can teach me? As you ask the words, you suddenly notice that Dakon isn't looking at you. He is holding the unbroken circle in his hands, studying it. His blade has taken on the same texture as the unbroken circle, and Dakon suddenly seems older somehow. Dakon? Dakon's black eyes rise from the circle and look at you. Know that I do not believe you would come to know the teachings of a circle. It is a difficult path you will walk in learning the way of Zerthamon. Is your mind focused on this matter? Yes, I wish to learn more. Dakon's fingers feel around the edges of the stone circle, and he twists it clockwise, the links clicking until they have settled into a new configuration. He then reverses the motion, resetting the stone. The next circle of Zerthamon is open to you. Study it. Then I will hear your words. Oh, okay. So I see. So so there's two things that are happening. The first time that it says that he's handing me a circle, those those circles that he's handing out are like scrolls that allow me to teach uh, that allow me to teach myself spell books. Uh, or yeah, there there's there I can copy spells into my character spell book. Uh, the second circle of Zerthmon, if I give it to uh, Dakon, it says that he already knows it because he's he's gone through this whole circle of Zerthmon thing. Um, so I can learn some spells from the second and third levels. And then separately, when he shows us the new each new way to unlock it, that's letting us read from his, his book. So we're going to read the fourth level. You slide the plates into the configuration Dakon showed you, and a new ring is revealed. The ring carries the same script as you read before, with the same geometries. You know the symbols, and you know you can read them. Know that the rising of the people against the Illithid was a thing built upon many ten turnings of labor. Many of the people were gathered and taught in secret the ways of defeating their Illithid masters. They were taught to shield their minds and use them as weapons. They were taught the scripture of steel, and most importantly, they were given the knowing of freedom. Some of the people learned the nature of freedom and took it into their hearts. The knowing gave them strength. Others feared freedom and kept silent. But there were those that knew freedom and knew slavery, and it was their choice that the people remained chained. One of these was Vilquar. Vilquar saw no freedom in the rising, but opportunity. He saw that the Illithid had spawned across many of the false worlds. Their worlds numbered so many that their vision was turned only outwards to all they did not already touch. Vilquar's eye saw that much took the place that the Illithid did not see. To the rising, the Illithid were blinded. Vilquar came to know his master, the Illithid Zichtharis, with the knowing of the rising. Vilquar added to his chains and offered to be their eyes against the rising. In exchange, Vilquar asked that he be rewarded for his service. The Illithid agreed to this contract. At the bonding of the contract, a dark time occurred. Many were the betrayals Vilquar committed, and many were the people that the Illithids fed upon to stem the rising. It seemed that the rising would die before it could occur, and the Illithid were pleased with Vilquar's eye. It was near the end of this dark time when Zerthamon came to know Vilquar's treacheries. 
In knowing Vilquar's eye, Xerthamon forced the rising to silence itself, so that Vilquar might think at last his treacheries had succeeded and the rising had fallen. He knew that Vilquar's eye was filled only with the reward he had been promised. He would see what he wished to see. With greed beating in his heart, Vilkar came upon the Illithid Zijataris, and soon to his master of and spoke to his master of his success. He said that the rising had fallen and the Illithids were safe to turn their eyes outward once more. He praised their wisdom in using Vilkar's eye, and he asked them for his reward. In his greed blindness, Vilkar had forgotten the knowing of why the people had sought freedom. He had lost the knowing of what slavery meant. He had forgot what his Illithid masters saw when they looked upon him. And so Vilquar's betrayal of the people was ended with another betrayal. Vilquar came to know that when Vilquar's eye had nothing left to see, Vilquar's eye was useless. The Illithid gave to Vilquar his reward, opening the cavity of his skull and devouring his brain. Vilquar's corpse was cast upon the field of husks so its blood might water the poison-stemmed grasses. What is your will? Snitches get stitches. There are things I would know. Let's talk about your teachings. I have read The Unbroken Circle. Uh, what did you come to know? When one chooses to see only what is before them, they see only a part of the whole. They are blind, and just as Vilquar was blinded by his promised reward, so were the Illithids blinded to the true rising. For when they heard Vilquar's words, they turned their sight outwards again, didn't they? And the rising was free to strike? Know that you speak truly. Vilquar's eye blinded both Vilquar and the Illithids. The tentacled ones thought the rising to be no more. When the rising occurred, the ground drank deep of Illithid blood. So was victory born from treachery. It's a curious lesson. Why would it be part of the teachings of Zerthamon? Dakon's blade bleeds into a dead night black and his voice deepens. For a moment, you think he's angry. But you're not so sure. There is much about the way of Zerthamon and his path that is difficult to know. Do you know why Vilkar's eye is part of the way of Zerthamon? It is part of the telling of how our people came to know freedom. It lets us know that there are those, even among the people, who are not of the people, and that even in the greatest treachery, a greater knowing may be achieved. Uh, very well. You have come to know the fourth circle of Xerthamon. He takes the circle, and with a deft motion, twists one of the links, so one of the plate slides forth. He hands the plate to you. Meditate upon his teachings, and the knowing of it shall give you strength. I would know more of the ways of Xerthamon. Dakon's fingers feel around the edges of the stone circle, and he twists it clockwise, the links clicking until they have settled into a new configuration. He then reverses the motion, resetting the stone. The next circle of Xerthamon is open to you. Study it, then I will hear your words. Um, so we learn a new spell, and then we activate the circle of Xerth thingy, the fifth circle. Mm. This episode's running long. Gotta drink some cranberry juice. Keep, keep, uh, keep going. 
You slide the plates into the configuration of deck on showed you, and with the new ring is revealed. The ring carries the same script as you read before, with the same geometries. You know the symbols, and you know you can read them. Xerthamon was the first to know the way of freedom, yet it was not he that first came to know the way of rebellion. The knowing of rebellion came to the warrior queen, Gif, one of the people. She had served the Illithids upon many of the false worlds as a soldier, and she came to know war and carried it in her heart. She had come to know how others might be organized to subjugate she had come to know how others might be organized to subjugate others. Sorry. She knew the paths of power, and she knew the art of taking from the conquerors the weapons by which they could be defeated. Her mind was focused, and both her will and her blade were as one. The turning in which Xerthamon came to know Gith, Xerthamon ceased to know himself. Her words were as fires lit in the hearts of all who heard her. In hearing her words, he wished to know war. He knew not what afflicted him, but he knew he wished to join his blade to Gith. He wished to give his hate expression and share his pain with the Illithid. Gith was one of the people, but her knowing of herself was greater than any Xerthamon had ever encountered. She knew the ways of flesh. She knew the Illithids. And in knowing herself, she was to know how to defeat them in battle. The strength of her knowing was so great that all those that walked her path came to know themselves. Gith was but one. Her strength was such that it caused others to know their strength, and Xerthamon laid his steel at her feet. Cool. What is your will? Things I would know. Can talk about your teachings. I've read the Unbroken Circle. What did you come to know? Um... There is great strength in numbers, but there is great power in one, for the strength of the will of one may gather numbers to it. There is strength not only in knowing the self, but knowing how to bring it forth in others. You have come to know the fifth circle of Xerthamon. With this knowing, I impart this to you. He takes the circle, and with a deft motion, he twists one of the links so that one of the plates slides forth. He hands the plate to you. Meditate upon its teachings and the knowing of it shall give you strength. I would know more of the ways of Xerthamon. Uh, Dacon's fingers feel around the edges of the stone circle and he twists it clockwise, the links clicking until they have settled into a new configuration. He then reverses the motion, resetting the stone. The next circle of Xerthamon is open to you. Study it, and I will hear your words. Very well. Let's see, let's learn a spell. And use the circle. Unlock the sixth circle. You slide the plates into the configuration Dakon showed you, and a new ring is revealed. The ring carries the same script as you read before, with the same geometries. You know the symbols, and you know you can read them. Upon the blasted plains, Xerthamon told Gith there cannot be two skies. In the wake of his words came war. Upon the blasted plains, the people had achieved victory over their illithid masters. They knew freedom. Yet before the green fires had died from the battlefield, Gith spoke of continuing the war. Many, still filled with the bloodlust in their hearts, agreed with her. She spoke of not merely defeating the illithids, but destroying all illithids across the plains. 
after the Illithids had been exterminated, they would bring war to all other races they encountered. In Gith's heart, fires raged. She lived in war, and in war she knew herself. All that her eyes saw, she wanted to conquer. Xerthamon spoke the beginnings of that which was against Gith's will. He spoke that the people already knew freedom. Now they should know themselves again and mend the damage that had been done to the people. Behind his words were many other hearts of the people who were wary of the war against the Illithid. Know that Gith's heart was not Xerthamon's heart in this matter. She said that the war would continue, the Illithid would be destroyed, their flesh would be no more, then the people would claim the false worlds as their own. Gith told Xerthamon that they would be under the same sky in this manner. The words were like on the words were like barred steel. For Xerthamon came the pronouncement of two skies, in the wake of his words came war. Um cool. So if you didn't catch that, uh, after the war, people disagreed with what to do about continuing the violence or stopping the violence. Classic war problems. There were things I know. Let's talk about your teachings. I've read The Unbroken Circle. What did you come to know? I know that Xerthamon's devotion to the people was such that he was willing to protect them from themselves. He knew the Illithids had come not to know themselves in their obsession with control and domination, so he chose to stop Gith before she carried the people to their deaths. There must be balance in all things, or else the self will not hold. You have seen the words, and know them. Dakon's voice slows, his hands grip the edges of the unbroken circle. He twists it clockwise, and there's a click as two plates slide forth. Dakon stares at the two plates in his hand. He makes no move to hand them to you. Dakon, is that second plate for you? Dakon falls silent. His blade has ceased shimmering, the film freezing upon its surface. He is staring at the second plate, paralyzed. Do you know the sixth circle? Dakon looks up, but his coal black eyes do not meet your gaze. No, there is nothing more I may teach you. You know the way as the people know it, and it shall give you the direction by which you may know yourself. That's not what I asked. Do you know the sixth circle or not? Dakon is silent for a moment, then speaks, his voice slow and careful. It has come to pass that I do not know the sixth circle of Xerthamon. Once I knew it, but I do not know now. I only saw the words. Dakon's eyes stare through you. That is all. It is my path that I no longer know the way of Xerthamon. Dakon, there is one other thing I would know. Why is Vilkor's eye in the circle of Xerthamon? It seems strange. It tells of how the people benefited from a treachery from their own. It seems... Dakon's eyes flash. I have told you it is part of the telling of how the people came to know freedom. Do you not listen? His voice flattens, as if he is reciting a passage from memory. It tells the people that even in the greatest treachery, a greater knowing may be achieved. It doesn't sound to me like you believe that. I think there's another reason for Vilquar's eyes in the circle of Xerthamon. It is set there 
because of the sixth circle and the pronouncement of two skies. It's there to justify Xerthamon's treachery to the people upon the blasted plains. Dekon is silent. His blade bleeds into a dead black, teeth rippling along the edge. He divided the people upon the blasted plains, Dakon. He divided your race. When they were on the path to victory, I would like to believe that it was because he wished to save the people from themselves. But I don't think you believe that. Dakon is silent for a moment, and he speaks slowly. I do not know the sixth circle as it is known to others. I fear that the third circle, the fourth circle, and the sixth circle are more closely linked than many know. It is in that knowing that I have lost myself. In the third circle, Xerthamon submerged his will to deceive the Illithids. Then in the fourth circle, it speaks of the benefits of treachery. Then in the sixth circle, Xerthamon defies his people before they exterminate the Illithids. Do you think Xerthamon's words may not have been his own? Know my words, and know the wound that lies upon my heart. I fear that when Xerthamon was upon the Pillars of Silence, he did not submerge his will. I fear that his will was taken from him by the Illithids, and when he spoke upon the Blasted Plains, it was their words he spoke. I fear that what he did was not for the people's sake, but for our former masters. It's possible, but... No, it doesn't necessarily mean Updated that he- my journal. Then know this and speak of it no more. Dakon's voice is like a knife. Know that I shall never know the truth. There is no resolution to this matter, for I shall never know Xerthabon's heart upon the blasted plains. His cool eyes blink and glare at the stone circle in his hand. And so I do not know myself because of the unbroken circle of Xerthamon. Very well, Dakon. We'll discuss this I feel no more. Stronger. Uh, I hear your this words. This is probably the worst place we can be in Sigil at the worst time. <laughs> well, it's 11:21 p.m. More. So we leveled up. What is your will? Let's see. There are things I would know. Can I talk about your teachings? Hmm. I've read the Unbroken Circle. There's supposed to be a seventh level. I definitely. Oh, we gotta let, let's learn the spell. The six circles earth on balance of all things. And we'll give one to Dekon. Uh, oh, okay. So here's how we do it. We just examine it without Zerthamon, without Dekon uh, telling us about the seventh form. Small round stone is the unbroken circle. Zerthamon is made of a series of interlocking circles that fold out from one another. The complexity of the plates and the intricacy of their links prove the text was constructed by a master artisan. Examine the plates. See if you can puzzle out any new combinations. As you examine the rings of the second circle, you find a strange link in the plates that mentions the laboring of the Gith people to achieve the rising. A new circle emerges from the link, and you unlock it, pulling the plate forth so you can study it. Let's read this. Know that the rising of the people against the Illithid was a thing built upon many turnings. Many were the people who lived and died under time's blade while the rising was shaped. The rising was shaped upon a slow foundation, 
Steel was gathered so that it might mark illithid flesh. A means of knowing the movements of the illithids was established, at first weak and confused, then stronger, like a child finding its voice. When the movements were known, then the illithids were observed. In observing them, their ways of the mind were known. When the ways of the illithid were known, many of the people were gathered and taught in secret the means to shield their minds, and the way to harness their will as weapons. They were taught the scripture of steel, and most importantly, they were given the knowing of freedom. These were things not learned quickly. The knowing of much of the ways was slow, and in all of these things, time's weight fell upon all. From the knowing of one's reflection in a steel blade, to the knowing of submerging the will, to the knowing of seeing itself. All of these things, and more the people built upon, in time they came to know the whole. Neat. Uh, so let's talk to Dakon about what we read. Uh, I've read the Unbroken Circle, and I wish to speak to you about Zerthamon. What did you come to know? There was a seventh circle within the stone of Zerthamon. It spoke of the building of the rebellion against the Illithids. Dakon falls silent. What does this seventh circle speak of? It speaks of time as an ally, not an enemy. It says that patience can sharpen even the smallest of efforts into a weapon that can strike the heart of an empire. Your victories may be small, but over time, a greater victory may be achieved. Dakon is silent for a moment. Will you make this circle known to me? And then we can unlock the seventh circle for both him and me. As you take the circle and twist the links, two plates slide from the interior and into your hands. You have no idea where they come from, but the unbroken circle still seems intact. Seventh circle remains. Dakon watches you silently. There are two plates here. Perhaps we should both study them, you and I. Dakon is silent for a moment. There is much you have come to know of the circle, and your knowing carries a greater weight than mine. Dakon matches your, your gaze. Know that your path is mine, and it shall come to pass that you knew the way of Zerthamon from me. I shall know the way of Zerthamon from you. Very well, Dakon. Let's move on. Alright, so interestingly, before when we got two plates, they were both in one inventory pile as like an, an X2. Now it's in two different slots. So the seventh circle of Zerthamon is Mich Missile of Patience. Uh, and before we've actually learned the spell, the range, duration, speed, and area of effect are all question marks. So that's cool. So Nameless learns the spell. And, uh... Whatchamacallit. <clears throat> Dakon both... Dakon and Nameless both learn the spell. Well... I will hear you. Let's check for the plates again. Uh, see if you can puzzle out any new combinations. As you examine the rings of the seven circles of Zerthamon, you suddenly become aware of a pattern in the way the links are formed. You hook your fingers into the sides of the circle and unlock a hidden segment, pulling the plate forth so you can study it. Know that a mind divided divides the man. The will and the hand must be as one. In knowing the self, one becomes strong. 
know that if you know a course of action to be true in your heart, do not betray it because the path leads to hardship. Know that without suffering, the rising would have never been, and the people would never have come to know themselves. Know that there is nothing in all the worlds that can stand against unity. When all know a single purpose, when all hands are guided by one will, and all act with the same intent, the planes themselves may be moved. A divided mind is one that does not know itself. When it is divided, it cleaves the body in two. When one has a single purpose, the body is strengthened. In knowing the self, grow strong. Cool. Let's talk to Dakon about what that. What is your will? Uh, there are things I would know, Dakon. Can we talk about your teachings? I've read the thingy. There was an eighth circle within the stone of Zerthamon. It spoke of division of the mind and the importance of focus. Dakon falls silent. When he speaks again, his tone is quiet, almost reverent. What does this eighth circle speak of? It speaks of focus and discipline, about how not knowing oneself can physically divide the man. It also speaks of the weakness that division causes. It seems to me that it tells one to not only know themselves and take strength from that, but that your focus can reveal weaknesses in your enemy. Dakon is silent for a moment. Will you make this circle known to me? Yeah. So, uh, we gain 10,000 experience, and Dakon is gaining 10,000 experience as well. As you take the circle and twist the links, two more plates slide from the interior and into your hands. As with the seventh circle, you have no idea where they come from, but the unbroken circle still seems intact. The eighth circle remains. Dakon watches you silently. There are two plates here. We should both study them, you and I. I think when you know the eighth circle, perhaps then you will know Zerthamon's heart when he made the pronouncement of two skies. His words were not those of the Illithid, but the people. Dakon stares at the plates, his eyes flickering over the geometries upon them, then looks up and matches your gaze. His blade bends, shifts, until the shimmering you noticed before has become a silver glow. He seems... In knowing stronger, the teachings of Zerthamon, I have become stronger. Know that when death comes for you, know that I shall meet its blade with mine. Know that when all dies around you, know I shall live for your sake. When we die, Dakon, it shall be the same death. It shall be the pronouncement of two deaths as one. In knowing my the journal. teachings of Zerthamon, I have become stronger. So, Dakon got in all things. a strength, uh, two con, and two dex from that. He's He's been upgradified. So, the eighth circle of Zerkamon is Zerthamon's focus. And Dakon and Nameless both learn it. And then Nameless is going to... We can talk to Dakon. There are things I would know. Uh, can you talk to me about your teachings? I wish to give up my current profession and resume the study of weapon craft, Dakon. Can you train me? Dakon's blade slides from his shoulder and into his hand like water, and its edges take on a dangerous sheen. We shall show steel without anger. You shall know the way of the weapons again. Very well. At the end of your sparring session, you find yourself slipping into the mantle of warrior easily. Dakon slides his blade from his grip and rests it on his shoulder. You learn quickly. When war comes, it will find you ready. All right, let's move on. So, once again, 
We, uh, oh, we got an achievement for going back to the fighter class. That's kind of neat. So once again, uh, oh, I guess we got two levels up as fighter. It says 20 hit points gained. We must have leveled up. Oh, we leveled up to seven as a fighter. Um, is there anything that we lose by having two levels at once? Well, it didn't ask us to bump our stats. Uh, that's weird. My blade has shifted. Uh... Okay, Dakon levels up, and it says that his weapon has changed, so I guess he's got some sort of weapon bonus. As well as he gets, you know, more hit points and more, uh, mage spells and all that. So let's, uh, go to the mage spellbook. Reign of Anger. Uh, oh, so that's basically Magic Missile. So we'll have a lot of Magic Missiles. Level 2 spell is Power of 1. With some sort of Strength bonus. Uh, Ice Knife. Blood Bridge. Strength. 60 minutes per level. Power of 1 is like Strength, but... Huh. Okay, so power of one is like a stronger version of strength, so that's fine. And we don't have any third level spell slots. Uh... So... I, this has been an hour and 47 minutes, friends. Uh, I want... You know what? I don't want to apologize. Now that I think about it. I do not want to apologize for this going so long. I really like the part where you get to read through Dakon's book and learn about the history of his people and, event and eventually you can help him like overcome his religious insecurities and make him into a stronger version of himself. I think that it's really cool, and if you don't think it's cool, then you're wrong. Um, so he's level 4-4, four, four. Mort is level 4, and Nameless is level 7. Wow. Alright, so we're gonna save the game. Uh, overwrite game 1, and that's it. I will see you all sometime later.